hi everybody. Welcome to War of the Bay. I am Kyle. I am Nick. And I'm Anthony. Uh, Guys. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Yes. Something happened. Yeah, yesterday. baby. Let's spike the football. End zone dance. Come on, let's get the fucking weave going, baby. Let's get the weave. Something. God damn. This dirty, never happens. Like, let's get the dirty bird or something. I don't know. What? When's the last time we get to keep our nice new toy? Not, not just our nice new toy, but our longtime fucking valued part of a franchise that we've spent Still so much in the time box and money on. toy. Yeah. All right. Well, quickly rattle off people who have left the organizations we love. David oh, Price. Oh, David Price. Let's, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Bucks. I'll, I'll take the Bucks. Nick, you take the Lightning. Or, or actually, yeah, I'll take the Rays. And ta- Nick, yeah. Nick, you take the Rays. Anthony, you, you take, take the, the Lightning. lightning. I, okay. Uh, Bucks first. Go ahead. John Lynch, Work Done, uh, Darrell Revis, Akeem Tlaib, uh Warren Sapp. Uh, the, uh, am I missing anybody? Oh, yeah, I'm Steve sure you Young. are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde, Trent Dilfer. Uh, yeah, a lot of them. All right, so I've got Kyle Crawford, B.J. Upton, because he's having an all-star year this year. James Shields, David Price. Even I'll even call Scott Casimir, because he went off to have a, a successful career without us. There's a guy that's doing real good right now that we want, was once a, a Ray. Myers? Will Myers. Oh, fuck him. Anthony, who you got? Marty St. Louis, Sean Bergenheim. That's all I can think of. This never happens. That's what I'm saying. Like they never, like they never choose Tampa. Nobody, it never seems like anybody chooses Tampa. We just happen to, you know, we keep, we have big marquee players, but they just they go away. Well, we were fucking. He said fuck you to his hometown team, and he said fuck you to three other teams that could have offered him way more money, and he stays. Yeah, way more. He chose us. Way more money is relative, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. well, but I'm just this is I'm just laying it out. Oh yeah, well, this is also well. I mean, you're you're not wrong because this is one of the few instances. I think actually one of the only instances that the Tampa Bay area got to keep a known asset. Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, um, it's it's not the only instance. I mean, we've we've kept big talent. You know, we've we had. St. Louis and Lacavier for for however long we have Longoria signed to long contracts, Derek Brooks, you know that that kind of stuff. But like typically, when faced with the option of come or leaving or staying, they'll they'll usually pick stay or, or, or I'm sorry, leave. They they'll usually leave. leave. Yeah, they'll leave. Whether it be money, contract, they don't like the team. They want to. They want area yeah. something. There's something wrong with us. It just can I can I read you a quote from from the goat's mouth? Yeah. Oh, listen I to did, you. if I didn't want to be in Tampa, I would be. I love it here. I love it there. Organization, first class to family and I. Potential to win is there. Made the difference. That's straight from Steven Stamkos today. Well, I mean, honestly, arguably, this is the first time as a fan I can't point out a flaw in what he says. Well, according to uh, some Toronto reporter, the only reason that he didn't go to Toronto was because he didn't get the full eight-year contract. Yeah, because they offered him seven. They were only offering five. Well, they could, oh, well you know what? Fuck them. You know, they were still grilling him at his at his uh, press conference over the phone today, trying to get him to talk about what happened in the meeting with the Leafs. And he just basically said, fuck you. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, and look. Get over it. He picked us and not you. Yeah, they they are Fuck like off. sour grapes. 
Yeah, and, yeah, they're extreme, and now they don't want him all of a sudden. Oh, fuck it, oh, the, you know, the Leafs don't need him. Yeah, you oh, know what? We, I've seen an article. Whole fucking calendar year dealing with your bullshit. <laughs> fuck you. I've seen an article where it's just like, why Stamkos isn't good for the Leafs. It's like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah, that's real fucking convenient, isn't it? You fucking assholes. He's he's injury prone, right? He's uh-huh. like he's yeah. He's got some injuries that he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, ever since that he's, ankle injury, he's not been the same. You know, he's past his prime too. Everybody fuck like all of them. <laughs> fuck them all. With like so with, tired of it. I'm with, so fucking tired of it. Just bathing fuck in her tears over here. <laughs> months before, like months before, there was that hockey news thing where it's like Steven Stamkos in six different jerseys, and they're yeah. like the biggest free agent thing ever, and. Now you, they're like, ah, who cares about him? He's have you there. have you seen that, <laughs> that have you seen that picture updated? Yeah, the, with the Michael Jordan. It's all Michael Jordan's crying <laughs> yeah. faces. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, I love. The, you know the, what? And and they're like, oh man, fucking Tampa fans on Twitter, they're getting a little cock. Fuck you. We had to deal with you for so many months. You're getting it back for at least a few days. At, at least. least. I might carry it the whole fucking season. Yep. A calendar year is like as, as an understatement. I think I, I remember seeing like oh, this as soon as it was realized that like Stamkos is going to unrestricted free agency. Well, uh, he didn't even take it to July first. Like I was fully expecting him to take it all the way to July first. Me too. Tomorrow. Me too. That's the thing I, would... I love because because there was I saw writers that were like were like well you know he. He saw the offer from from uh, Toronto, and it was just a five year deal. He wasn't going to take that. It's like you don't know. He just he said fuck you before they even sat down and looked and talked numbers. He said yeah. fuck you. I'm not going to Toronto. Look, it, it, he's an elite level talent, and if somebody if it, if an organization doesn't trust the fact that he's going to be elite for longer than five years, that's probably a diss to him. I've never been in that situation, but I can assume a top tier talent. Saying somebody doesn't want to put more than five years on them, fuck you. We yeah. gave him eight. Hey, it's I, I I don't know if that's true. I mean, how does how does give him eight? By the how way. does anybody have fucking contract numbers that from from uh, did they come out with the contract numbers? Is that what I'm hearing? Or, or well, okay. I think it did come out. Yeah, oh, I okay. mean, dude, there's some there's some very credible people that broke that those contract news like mm-hmm. Bob McKenzie and stuff like that. Those guys. It's the same guy that said that he was coming back. Ha! So, our, our shit poke yeah. below the Sun Belt team just got the uh, hockey god, uh, or the, the biggest hockey free agent uh, since. Uh, what? I mean, arguably in the last twenty years. In the last twenty years, so go fuck yourselves. He wants to stay, <laughs> and here. he wants to stay here. Guess what? We're a hockey market, <laughs> motherfucker. And, we signed him, and, and look, they were even more sour grapes because. And I know that Nick's going to bring up the taxes and all that, but we signed him for a really reasonable cap hit for what he is. Yes, I just eight point five is extremely manageable. Like that's that's okay. He all right. said he said today that setting a precedent that if the teammates want to stay together, they got to realize that you're going to make sacrifices on both sides. All right. So this is from a, a, a registered CPA, Robert Riolo, on Twitter. Maple Leafs would have had to pay Stamkos 12.37 million average over the seven years to net the same amount that 8.5 in Florida makes because of the state tax. Well, and Canada, the yeah. dollar's weaker. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, Iserman basically. Went into you know went up to Steven Stamkos took his shirt off put his hands was like what do you want to do what do you want to do I'm right here buddy what do you want to do I thought this was America uh, this is America America dude can we can we just talk about that he didn't budge with Stamkos didn't fucking budge a steely eye he didn't budge with the biggest superstar that ever got this close probably one of the biggest one of one of the not the biggest but I'd, one of the biggest that ever got this close to UFA. 
He did not budge one fucking inch from that 8.5 million number. I don't think we should focus on the fact that he didn't budge. I think we should focus on the fact that he didn't budge and he got it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, okay. <laughs> like he, yep. If OK Hockey had, had offered him the exact same deal, terms exactly the same, he would have been like, whoop, I'm out of here. See ya. No, exactly. I want to play like, in Toronto. We have, we have Vinick and Iserman to thank for keeping Stamkos, obviously. Everybody because can th- see it. If this team was in the shitter, Stamkos would have been out of here. Yeah, it's not hard to see the pillars that are in place for this franchise going forward. I mean, it's all there. It's very obvious to, to the hockey world. That's why that's why we make a lot of northern writers and northern fans uh, annoyed. nervous. Yeah, yeah they're, they're annoying. They're nervous because they, they see what's going on down here, and they're like, fuck, I wish that was my team. Why does that have to be happening in Tampa? Well, you know what? It's happening in Tampa, and now you're going to have to deal with it because we got, you know. And it's permanent and now. It's permanent. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is you know, I, I posted the other day that Toronto fans were trolling because they say he – Stamkos wanted to come home. Wait, can I stop you real quick? Yeah, of course. Well, I think we're giving uh, Toronto a little bit too much shit too, because it, it was it wasn't just Toronto; it was Detroit, it was and Can- Buffalo, well, it was Canada. and it's Buffalo, Canada yeah. and Vancouver. So, I mean, go ahead. Well, the only Anybody re- that had the cap room, ex- right? You no, know, and it, that's exactly what it was. At any time that any Stamkos trade or not trade, but signing offer was brought up, that it was brought up to who had the cap space or cap space well, to sign him. But here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. While I agree with Kyle, Toronto was the only fan base in the mentions of every tweet from the Lightning or the. NHL that's true. that had something to do with Stamkos. <laughs> just say, oh, just he's coming home. It's time for him to come home. Remember, frickin' Murr. Do you remember? You. <laughs> do you remember at the beginning of last year, Anthony, when they were putting the banners up on the side of the uh, of the stadium, and uh, some Toronto writer made a big deal of the fact that Stamkos wasn't on one of the banners, and he's like, oh, pretty telling that Stamkos isn't on the front of Emily Arena. Was he on the season. other side? He was on the other side. <laughs> 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 The point is, is like they were they were grasping for anything, anything, anything. Like this. Honestly, they played a very America card. They're yeah. like anything that can promote to be unsettling towards the Lightning. They did well as, as soon as Babcock now got hired. Little bitch. It was when God when Bab when Babcock got oh, Babcock when Babcock got hired. Mm-hmm. That's when they're like, oh god, yeah, he's pushing hard for Stamkos. Stammer's gonna come to Toronto. Yeah, it's they have a real know, coach now, and so on. It's and gonna so be like forth. the '60s all over again, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what came out? The article came out today from uh, from Myrtle, I think is it James Myrtle. Yeah, I think yeah. That's his name. Yeah, about uh, why Canada's uh, hockey teams suck. Well, it's, a whole article about it. Well, it's because really? they're dollars. You know because they're all poorly mismanaged, except for the Leafs now. And even then, we don't know what they're going to be. They're still in the middle of a rebuild. The rest of them are fucking awful at what they do. I think they're not entitled to fucking anything. That's, that's exactly that's what my it is. whole point you, you, with this. You're you, not entitled to our free our fucking captain. You're not entitled to be a good team. Learn how to build a fucking team and stop trying to take everybody else's. You put Fuck it you. Per- you worded it perfectly. Every all six of those teams are entitled. They feel entitled. Like everybody assumes that the Canadian talent and everybody here knows that Stamkos is Canadian. Everybody assumes that this the Canadian talent will eventually quote unquote come go, home. Go home yeah. And that's just not happening. Yeah. Do you, Their dollar is eighty cents on the value to ours. Nick, uh, or and Anthony you as well, and I'm sure a lot of people listening, we all remember living through this same thing. Oh not not entirely the same, but this same sort of Similar. thing. Similar. With Vinny LeCavier. Yeah. yeah. Everybody assumed he's going back to Montreal. You know, he's born in Isabard, whatever. Yep, yep, he's yep. once gonna go okay, back. But, okay, okay, I hear you on that. But the contract that we gave Vinny to stay wasn't exactly a, oh, I really love it here. It was more of a, 
Yeah, just give me the whole fucking bank, so I'll stay here. <laughs> yeah. True, yeah, well, that was like, o- that was yeah. okay. Hockey years. He donated a wing. Yeah. He, he made a wing. <laughs> There's a wing of a hospital named after him in We're Tampa. Still fucking paying him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, wait. That's what it took to get him to not go to Montreal. All right, not not that I want to break the Stamkos thing, but there's other really big announcements for the. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on though. All right, not well, for nothing, but no, we gotta we gotta stay on this, man. We gotta we've been beating this horse. We gotta beat it one more time. I, I was about this to never say, happened. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> revel in this. Yeah. I was I was driving home today. I, and every day I pass by the Tropicana Field, and I, I as I'm going up the Tropicana Field. There's a billboard, and the billboard changes to signed Stamkos. And then I turn the corner, and I'm passed by Tropicana Field, and we just beat the, the Red Sox in a three-game set. And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I feel really good about just this area right now. Like, I never get to feel this feeling. It's, yeah. it's very rare. Like, outside of championship games and, like, big games, I, it's hard, like, I don't get to, to no, feel those feelings. You're absolutely right, because as Tampa fans, we revel in the fact of winning. That's all we've had yeah. is winning the ultimate we 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 went to the World Series. We won a Stanley Cup. We won a Super Bowl. That's the only thing we cling to in this area. Right. Yep. I was I called Kyle yes or Kyle called me yesterday because I sent him a text that Stamkos was staying. I don't know if I was the one that told Kyle that. Yeah, you you were the one that broke. You probably it to broke me. it. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle called me, and the genuine joy in both of our voices <laughs> was true. one of the best feelings I've had. Like it was fucking awesome. I was yeah. like smiling was, ear to yeah. ear. And then, and yeah. then he's like, he's I didn't like, stop smiling for like the whole day. It's true. <laughs> Actually, yeah, because I, I, I would probably have been shocked by, and I don't want to allude to it, but the other NHL news that happened. But I was just like, wow, that's great. Oh yeah, by the way, Stamkos signed. No, yeah. and no. it all happened at once. <laughs> to me, Anthony broke that those two stories to me. So he's like, Steven oh, yeah, he's like Steven Stamkos signed, and he's like, uh, PK Suba got traded to the Nationals. I was like, ah, ha, ha, <laughs> it was legitimately one of the best phone calls I've ever. What a great! Oh, are you kidding me? What a great thirty minutes! Oh God. Oh. That just never happens. We all just assumed he was gone. He was done. He was out of here. Everybody, I mean, was... every, everybody assumed. Like we, we've done a podcast where he was going. He was gone. He was. Yeah. We did last week. I... Last week we were all on here last week. Like just fucking. Yeah, he's gone, man. Like we're just, you know, you gotta accept it. We'll move on from it. Team will be fine. And then he signs, and we're like, we just go crazy. I lost my mind yesterday. I really did. <laughs> Me too. I, lo- I just, I had no control over my limbs. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a LeBron. Well, he's last week. Uh, I, I would last say LeBron-esque. I, hold on. If he I gotta, was LeBron-esque, he would have went back to. Phenomenal. I got to stop myself because last week mm. I asked the question. Last week I asked the question: Is he really a LeBron James type? And I think my the point being that he wasn't, but he is a he's. He is a premier player in the league, mm-hmm. and that's and uh, to be able to to retain that guy and what the, I mean, okay. I mean, we haven't. We're, we're doing what I thought we would do at this point, which is just basically jerking, uh, having a big circle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but let's talk about. We've been, li- been limping for months about this. Well, he, could, he could have left. Damn. He could have left. Let's talk about what yeah. this means. This, this, what this means for us is a few things, good and bad. Okay. To start with, uh, we have the the big piece to build around. We we're and we're um, well, we're know, already built. We're built, yeah, and but I'm I mean I mean like going forward to make uh, multiple runs, like to have a uh, a perennial dynasty. Well, can I sort, stop sort either? Of, yeah, sure. Uh, we've gotten one of the pillars locked up. Exactly. Well, no, you're right. Edmonds That's... next. 
and then Kuch- well Kucherov's next. In well, line, we, and then Hedman. Well, let's get to Hedman a little later. Haven't we made okay. a qualifying offer on Kucherov? Yes, we have. Yeah. So, but we have to negotiate from there. Right. Okay. Well, that's yeah. further than any other unrestricted free agent. Right. And no, that we made qualify. Do you know how qualifying offers work, Nick? No, please, I, please, please, please that explain. That, that means that you retain their rights. Got so it. So you get the you retain the rights to negotiate, and uh, uh, and you got to get a deal with them with them, and they will, they will. It's uh, basically uh, arbitration, like well, in baseball. Yeah, it, it's him. It's Kucherov. They've had uh, Nesterov and Gudlevskis. I know there's more, but those are the three that rang true in my head. Kalorn, Kalorn's an RFA. Vladdy's an RFA. Those guys need deals too. Right, but so, I mean the the. Um, what what Steven Stam what the signing of Stamkos means is like now the the the, the dominoes are starting to fall into place and Katie Ebner just brought up in the chat that Matt Carl got bought out today mm-hmm. so that yeah. that was another piece of the puzzle that needed to happen now uh, you know we're faced with a, with a, kind of a cold hard reality I mean we're, like I said last podcast we are we are still going to lose some guys like it's just gonna this is going to be a gut wrenching off season yeah it's just not the guy you thought it was going to be here's the thing though it. At eight point five, though, it's there's a lot more wiggle room than there would be at most other numbers that we were thinking he was going to sign. That's true. I mean, Stamkos has, yeah. has has just said to to the organization that okay, let's see, let's do what we could do to keep this team intact and let's go make that run. Make, and like, and you never know that might have a trickle down effect. The captain goes, listen, I'm taking less to stay here and try to keep this team together. Now, am I expecting everybody to follow that? No. No, I, I think there will be some guys that go and get their payday somewhere else. Right. But oh, of course. Maybe I mean, he- maybe Hedman, uh, you know, Kucherov when his when he becomes a UFA at some point after this RFA deal, or maybe during even during his RFA deal if he takes a pay cut on it. Uh, guys that- like Kalorn, guys like Palat and TJ when they're up next year, you know. And uh, listen, now Iserman's basically bought himself more time, more wiggle room to figure this out and start getting rid of guys that are taking up too much space. I was just about to bring up to you the fact that this, even though this is a, a solo pillar for the organization, he's only been outscored in the last 10 years by Ovechkin. That's yep. a, that's a big stat. That's a, that's a, that's a good company to be in. So the thing is, is yeah, great company, even though it's only one pillar, that's a goddamn big pillar. It's your captain. It, he, we don't have to name another captain. Thank God. That's stability. <laughs> And and yeah. and any and I know in professional sports it's important, but maybe so much more in football and hockey stability is is not so much what you do this year. It's also bleeding into next year. When we get to start next season, I know there's going to be a few faces that we're very used to that aren't going to be here, but we're going to have a rallying person. In Stamkos, we're going to have somebody that everybody in the Tampa Bay area is used to saying Stamkos. When he started here, nobody knew that name. Now everybody knows that name. This is his town. This is this is his time to make his place. And with, I mean, honestly, I know eight point five million a year is a lot, but he could have asked for more. He really no, he, t- he, he totally he, could have priced he, it out. He, he could have completely. And 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 as much as I love every other organization in this area, most other premier athletes that we've had, quote unquote, premier athletes, have priced us out. They really have. Like, yep. The the list we mentioned earlier, those guys are gone for a reason because they chase the dollar. 
Stamkos, just, uh, Stamkos really didn't. He could have gotten more money elsewhere. He really could have. He didn't. Yeah, is it safe to say that this catapults Stamkos into that upper echelon of Tampa athletes? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's easily top yeah. five now. Yeah, he's up there. So yep. um, that means, uh, like I said before, Major changes are still going to happen this off season. Uh, you know, I think I think we're we're going to be uh, we're optimistic in that, like like you said, Anthony, that everybody takes a note from the captain. Excuse me, it takes a note from the captain and uh, takes less money. I think that's. Uh, I'd hope I'd hope that that I happens. I hope that's a domino that falls. It's, it's going to happen with some, and then not with so with others. That's right. What's good. There's going to be some that really love it here and agree with Stamkos' sentiments and go, yeah, I'll take a pay cut to stay together. And there'll be some that probably won't. I think you got to you got to get Kucherov. Kucherov's your next big piece, in my which opinion. Which they will. I have no doubt they will. And then uh, um, I think that um, Hedman. Well, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, the one of the one of the goalies is gonna. You know, you got to pick a goalie here. But I think uh, you know you got to shit or get out the pot with with Vasilevsky's, or you got to say, okay, well, Ben Bishop is the guy we want. To You're exactly for. right. You got to make a decision. Whether either or, you have to make a decision going into the season because right. either either that or you're going to end up with a David or not a David Price, but a Call Crawford situation where you get nothing for him. Right. So that being said, that leaves us with the, with the, the elephant in the room that I've been holding off at this point. So. We are almost going to have this exact same situation next year. You know, we're, yep. now we're going to start having people t- tweeting us about Victor Hedman and be like, "Up, oh, Hedman's coming home to Sweden." Or you know, it won't be as bad. But, <laughs> it won't yeah. be as bad because can't, like Sweden doesn't play in the NHL. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing with Victor Hedman: uh, he's not as pol. I don't want to say Stamkos is polarizing because he's a very like good, well-spoken, respectable guy. Like he doesn't cause a lot of drama or anything like that. You know, people say that he rode this out for attention. That's bullshit. That's complete but, uh, bullshit. Yeah, he fucking played the field and checked his options. Like if, he wa- if he wanted to be dramatic but, about it, he would have gone past July 1st. Right. Right. But um, I think Hedman's going to... I said this about Stamkos, so I don't want to be wrong again, but I, I don't think Hedman goes even close to July 1st. I don't either. I, I, I feel like... See that happening. Now, how many people here feel like Stamkos helped support that cause? Perhaps because yeah, you've Stamco signing doesn't just do one thing for the the Lightning and making us a better team overall. It makes us a more appealing team to sign to. Because I know we're we're on the search for Andrew Ladd. I understand Uh, that just went out the window when Stamco signed. (laughs) Oh, did it really? Well, yeah, that was that was speculation. If he didn't sign, we're not going to sign. My question, my question is, is you know, all right. So this is the horse we're staring at right now. We're gonna have to pick a goalie here soon, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Like that's. Yeah, we know that. We know that. So, intelligent signing says we pick Fassi because he's almost as good as Bishop and much less money. I think if you sign Kucherov to the money he's worth, and you sign Victor Hedman to the money he's worth, and they don't take any ridiculous pay cuts, which they won't. Mm-hmm. You can't keep Ben Bishop. You can't. I don't think because he wanted seven years, seven million with the Flames if he got traded there. He is oh, absolutely man. worth that. Let me point that out to you. Ben Bishop is completely and one hundred percent worth what he's asking for. I don't know about the term, but <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it's a little. <laughs> he's getting a little old on that. <laughs> he's at twenty nine. That would put him at thirty six. Six when yeah. he's done. Yeah. But 
how many professional athletes that you know actually complete their their contracts? Not many. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So you're you're. I'm telling you, Ben Bishop is completely to another organization. Look back to last week with the, the whole used car aspect. I thought Ben Bishop might not be worth that to us. But he's completely worth that to another organization. Ben Bishop will not be on this team by this time next. Yeah, that seems to be the consensus. And I well, I, I think. It's going to be hard this season. If they don't trade Bishop, because there's still time to trade him, by the way. Absolutely. There's, no, there's nothing that says it's, they can't. Yeah. Nope. There's... But uh, if, you don't, if you don't start really letting Vassie play more often and not just on the second half of back-to-backs, yeah. this is going to be a really tough juggling act. Well, we also risk, all around. We, we risk losing Vassie emotionally. Because, right. he, you know, it, it, as soon as you don't put full faith in a goaltender— I mean, goaltenders, just like a quarterback, just like a pitcher, in every other sport, these are the most mentally frail people. And if you don't start Vasilevsky, you don't show him that he's the future, or at least potentially the future, in the next start of the season, you might not get the Vasilevsky you want. We might get the, well, he's frustrated, and this is what he's willing to put in. The thing with Vassy is uh, he's he hasn't had a, a full season. He hasn't started a full season, and then he... Um had to go into the the playoffs uh, and compete on that level so that's, ice cold by the way right ice cold yeah. that's yeah. one thing that remains to be seen about Vassy. he's got to go the distance uh and he's still got to work his way through young player things too he really hasn't had the chance to yet it's going to be a lots of ups and downs from him right it's so, scary i will guarantee you there will be games where Vassy looks bad if he gets the full-time job this year but that's but, expected but that's part of it exactly yes, exactly nobody had nobody realizes that because nobody had to live through that with bishop the senators did yeah ottawa had yeah, to, you're right ottawa had to st. go louis, through that with bishop st louis because that was his first team was the blues oh was it yeah you're right you're right but the thing is is both st louis and ottawa had their ups and downs with bishop we're the only organization that saw him through the rough patch right and now he's we, and now he's, he's exactly yeah. So, I, I, look, in my opinion, as as a supporter of Bishop, like, I feel like Bishop is the better goalie. Don't let me – don't get confused. I feel like Ben Bishop is a better goaltender. Don't get it twisted, son. Than Andre Vasilevsky. <laughs> but money value, money value says that Vasilevsky is more important to the Lightning than Ben Bishop. I mean, I think – yeah, I think we all agree with that. I, I It's – I think it's time for Vassy to uh, step up. I would completely agree because we got to we got to yeah, keep. We're... Go ahead, I'm sorry. We got to keep. Uh, <clears throat> we're keeping Stamkos. We got to keep Hedman. We got to keep Druin. We got to keep Kucherov. Um, uh, Druin's an RFA next year. Yeah, Druin's an RFA next year. So we got to keep those those core players in place, just like the uh, the, the Penguins and the uh, the Bruins and the oh, what's that other team? Uh, Blackhawks. Uh, who? What? The Blackhawks. <laughs> the Blackhawks. Is that? A, is that? Isn't that like a uh, minor league baseball team in South Carolina? <laughs> the South Carolina Blackhawks aren't they like a bit like a baseball team? I think you. Guys I just are. want to bring this up. Uh, next year, we're gonna have a similar situation to this year. Uh, TJ and Pally are gonna be due for pay raises. They'll both be RFAs. Uh, Juren's going to be due for a pay raise. I really hate to argue and, with you. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky's going to be due for a pay raise as well. He'll be in RFA. I hate to argue with you, man, but 
there's been nothing in Tampa Bay like Stamkos. There's been nothing oh, in this area like Stamkos going to f- unrestricted free agency. You're crazy, Nick. No, next year is gonna be next year is gonna be just as bad. No, no, because there were. Victor fucking Hedman. I don't think it gets there with Hedman. I don't. I don't really think it gets don't. there with Hedman. I don't. I don't think. I think this is a different situation than Stamkos because I think Stamkos is just. He's so well known, and he's. And people are just waking up to Victor Hedman. They are just waking up to him. It took last year's playoffs for him to get any attention whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. It, this yeah. is different. Yes, Victor Hedman's a. If he hits the free agent market, it's it's huge. But I don't. I really don't think he's going to get there. They're already negotiating with him. Eisenman said, or there's agent wants it done. Hedman wants it done. Now they said the same thing about Stamkos, sure, but there was a lot more limiting factors in that, and there still is with Hedman, but. Yep. A lot of people said a lot of things about Stamkos. He's a polarizing right. figure. Well, people are going to have opinions. Here's the him. thing with Stamkos as well. Stamkos also had the the players' union behind him that was looking for. He st- had a unique experience. Well, he was lo- the players' union was looking for Stamkos to kind of set the bar because that's what a players' union does. <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and he came. What do you want to do, buddy? <laughs> what are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to do? <laughs> I got a fucking street named after me, bro. You want a street? You signed this exactly. contract. Exactly. That's the thing. Is just, do you want to be just another Toronto Maple Leaf, or do you want to be the Tampa Bay Lightning? He takes Steve Eiserman takes him down Steve Eiserman Drive, right by the Joe. Exactly. He's like, just be like, you could have this, this out. in Tampa. Check it out. Yeah. You want a Steve Stamkos Drive? You want to rename Ashley to Steve Stamkos? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want the Causeway to be Stamkos Causeway? Because yeah. this is how you do that. Look, this is Tampa. They have they have one fucking Hall of Famer. They named an expressway <laughs> after him, and it's like the most convenient. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> So uh, this could be yours, my friend. All right. So to, to answer, I want to answer a, a question in the chat. And this is from uh, Bogdan off Matt. Bogdan yeah, off yeah, Matt. I, he's Twitter guy. I think his name's Matt. Yeah, Matt. Matt, I, Matt I can't, just I can't. to let you know, Tyler Johnson is, before all of this, he was the odd man out. Tyler Johnson has the guy has been the guy that's not produced what he said he would. No, that he never said anything. But well, this is the he guy. He had a disappointing season. He was hurt a lot. But if he doesn't show up. <laughs> This year, I think you're going to see maybe they just let him walk. They may not let him walk, but obviously he's going to be able to be signed for less if he doesn't show up again. I'm, I'm going to have to argue. He's going to have to put in a above-average season for us to keep him. Nick, you make it sound I mean, like... He was the future number one center if Stamkos left, and now Stamkos is staying. So you're number two center, bud. You, like... you make, Nick made it sound like... Um... TJ was uh, Joe uh, Joe uh, Namath making guarantees yeah. out there. Like, yeah, no, that's no. not true. Tyler but... Johnson's literally he he might be Sean Bergenheim part two. Well, he's going to be an RFA, so they basically have to say, "Yeah, fuck you, you can go to UFA." Yeah, it's, or they look, trade him. They could trade him, which is more likely. I'm I'm yeah. being completely honest. I think Steve Eisenman's a savvy enough GM that they're going to see a known talent in Tyler Johnson. And instead of seeing a Carl Crawford situation where we're going to get the most out of him until he leaves, they're going to get rid of him before and when he has value. I mean, out of the triplets, you keep Palat and Kucherov at this uh, point. Do now you don't back in the fold. All right. So as an event, as a fan, Anthony, and I know you watch the lightning almost, if not more than me, I'm talking about importance as an individual player. Forget the lines, forget everything, forget contracts. Is Palat more or less important than Tyler Johnson? Palat's more important. Okay. Is Kucherov? Because I've I've seen the difference 
when Palazzo the lineup and when he's not versus when TJ is in the line. And t- don't get me wrong, TJ's a really good hockey player. No, no, no. Like, but I, I directly asked you to compare the two of them. So the same question is: Is Kucherov more or less important to the Lightning than Tyler Johnson? More. Uh, more. Way more. <laughs> so <laughs> that shouldn't even be a question. That that alone makes him the odd man out. <laughs> There's because... three players in this forward group that are that have the chance to that are our leader have the chance to be late. Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, Jonathan Druin. Those three in this forward group currently have the chance to be very, very special. I mean, right. we're we're arguably to, looking especially together. We're arguing I was about line. to I was just about to say we're arguably looking at our first line would be Kucherov, Stamkos, Druin. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh, it just came. Ah, yeah, oh. exactly, dude. A line like that, if they left, if Cooper would just drop the Ryan Callahan experiment for two seconds, a line like that, if you let them stay together and start clicking, oh God! Oh, yeah, we're gonna be like trip- oh, my God. triplets. Who? You wanted forty goals like nothing for Stamkos. It would, it would be nothing. It would be It'd easy. Be It'd be nothing. easy. Yep. Steve Eisenman said before the year or before the off season began that this the next two off seasons are going to shape the the franchise for, for the, the next, next five six years five six years. Yep. Well, good start. Well, yeah. yes, <laughs> that is a good start. But we've we've had Steven Stamkos on our team for a while now, and we've had Steven Stamkos on a lot of bad teams. We've had zero so Stanley that Cups. With that him. doesn't mean yeah, exactly. That doesn't necessarily mean we're gonna go we're gonna go out and win the cup just because yeah. we re signed no, Stamkos. No. This the, doesn't guarantee anything. Right. This is a big part of it. This a big a piece step. of that puzzle. I think. I think the the. Uh, the, what is the expression? The devil's in the details, or yeah, the, no, well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. We're, these the, these it's other go, signings are where it's, it's going to be, be made. the supporting cast. Like right. seriously, we cannot win a Stanley Cup if we're the Tampa Bay Stamkoses. Exactly, we cannot. We can't. And I don't think we will be. No, and honestly, everything for the last three years has pointed out to me that Steve Eisman is not willing to push all his poker chips on one player. I'm completely you can't. You, well. You can't, and he's also proven that that's how you conduct a professional hockey team. Look right. who won the cup this year. Yeah, yeah, Look you're at absolutely that's three correct. Three scoring lines, man. That's th- they had three legitimate threatening scoring lines. And everybody, everybody wants to point out that it's oh, it's Malkin and it's Sidney Crosby. No, 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 no. Don't look at it like that because. They were not the key scorers. It's just like when Stamkos gets in the playoffs. The first line defense shuts him down. We have to have second and third line scoring, right. which Pittsburgh had, which is why they beat San Jose, which is why we couldn't beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's Kessel and, and Latang. And... Exactly yeah, exactly. They had defensive scoring. Yeah. This is exactly why contracts like 24s piss me off. Yeah. Because he's not – listen – I know he's got his role. I know he does good things. I'm not going to discount that and say that he's useless. He's not. But fucking A, I'd rather pay Palat 5.8 when it's his time or Kucherov 5.8 or somebody. Not Kucherov. Look, man. Somebody on the bottom. I'd rather spread that money out between guys that can actually help when we need a goal. Why don't you just say what you want to say? Yeah. Just say what you want Get to say. Get rid of Callahan. Fuck Callahan. Trade him. Fuck right. Ryan Callahan. So I'm going to make a counter. Fuck that bitch. I'm going to make a counterpoint to that. Callahan's, Callahan's contract it was the only one willing. He was willing at the time to accept to stay with us. Correct? Right. Yeah. He still, he, yeah, he could have went to UFA. He could, he could have completely fucked us over. He really could have. He could have gone. Yeah, it wouldn't have. 
Well, I'm, I'm okay. Look, <laughs> he kind of did. Now. did. Yeah, right. he's kind of fucking us over now. But hindsight's twenty twenty, and at the moment, every single person on this podcast, including you, Anthony, was happy that we got something out of him. Where the New York Rangers didn't get anything out of Marty. That's true. Okay. So there might have been some bitterness there. With yeah, the Marty no, no, thing. regardless, though. But the thing is, is we. We look at we look at this trade and the signing of Scanlahan in a in a vacuum because we're Lightning fans. We only ever get to see this side of the puck. Scanlahan was a big, big, big reason we got back into the playoffs this year. He really was. Like, as much as you don't want to admit the fact that the points didn't count as much as they expected them to be. Or the plus minus to be as much as or positive as you expected it to be. Plus minus sucks. Regardless. But look, somebody on your team is going to have to take a horrible plus minus. Because that's going to be the line that goes out there against the hardest scoring line. That's what we we did. I hear you. I hear you. And I get you. And I understand that. And yeah, I did like Ryan Callahan when we signed him. I was okay with it. I was like, yeah. Look, but now I look at it. And it's and it almost cost us Stamkos, really. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. He could have went somewhere else very easily because we couldn't offer more than eight point five, and it's gonna probably cost us a few more guys down the road. And I'm not okay with that, man. Son of a I bitch. Really I'm really not. I'm really fucking not. I'm not. I can't. I could not stand watching Jonathan Drewen walk because Ryan Callen's on my team. That would absolutely destroy me. I mean, yeah, that that would kill me too because like. Callahan is not equal to Stamkos. Right. And it, it's, listen, I like, I, and I keep, and that's why, like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I really see his role on this team, but I'd rather we'd have more roles that involve scoring. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I maybe, mean, you know, I think that's the whole objective of the game. Chicks dig well, I mean, first, yeah. first and foremost, you got to understand when we signed, Stan, uh, when we signed Callahan, pardon me. The, the thought process wasn't to aid plus minus or goals or anything. It was to give us a, a, an attitude. We needed that guy to go in there and mix it up. Look, I can, I can remember both all three of us on this podcast claiming and how awesome Callahan was at blocking shots. Like, he, that was an attribute to the lightning. At one so point, is- I, you're right, it is. But at one point in time, that was, that was him hanging. That was what he could hang his hat on. And now... It's not good enough. Because there's because these guys have stepped up below him. You're you're and absolutely taking, right. And he's sucking up the money, man. He's sucking up the fucking money until 2020. That's what Jared, Jared said. He said at the time we got 24, we thought the cap would go up. Plus, we didn't think the young guys had would have such a great playoff in 2015. That's true. That was when the uh, triplets emerged. Yeah. So the young guys are throwing a wrench into this, man. You can't. That's what it's it a, is. It's a good wrench. It's a great it's wrench. It's a great wrench. This is a good problem to have. <laughs> you can't you can't blame Eiserman for betting on the guy when he didn't know what he had with with the younger guys. So. No, no, I don't listen. I don't blame Eiserman for signing Callahan. I mean, I part of me wishes he didn't part of but I, Callahan wanted to stay here obviously. And that's fine. Like he he's good with the fans and he's you know, he's probably good in the locker room and all that stuff. Great. And every team has a guy like that, but I don't think every team is paying him 5.8 to do that. What if he was just like the glue that was holding it all together? We trade him, and then it all goes to shit. Womp womp. <laughs> Look, I'm. God damn it! I don't know. I'm. I'm more willing to lose Philpola. Oh yeah, Philpola's got to go. Get the fuck out of here. What do you do? What we got your... two. Didn't we get two second round picks for Marty as well? Yeah. 
Okay, so we didn't. So if Callahan didn't stay, we we didn't lose him for nothing. No, exactly. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. okay, yes, but if I told you we traded Marty St. Louis for two second round picks, would you consider that nothing? Uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't, especially at his age. Well, the thing is, Nick. Yeah, you could say that like on paper and like you know blindfolded, but like here's the chips have fallen where they may. We, You're right. We, we knocked the him is, out of the Eastern Conference Finals. We so are go, looking. Fuck himself. Grapewell said it. It was two first. Excuse me. It was oh, actually two, two first. first. All right. Yeah. Well, pardon me. I stand corrected. But had it not gone that way and we not signed Callahan, how many people here, honestly, raise your hand if we thought we gave away Marty for nothing? If everything still went the way it went. No, everything went the way they went, and Callahan did not resign. How many think? How many people here think we gave away Marty for nothing? Nobody. Two first round picks, man. Mm. Is Marty worth that? I think he's worth more. Yeah, at, at that age, he was worth that, dude. He played two more years after we traded him. Yeah, that was, was it. He's, he was retired. That was now. it. He, he retired after that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have dudes who, like I don't it know. It's like we traded twenty five year old Marty St. Louis. Yeah. Like. He could have just left in free agency and be like, all right, bye. Yeah. He traded a vet in the end of his career. I'm just – all I'm saying is, is we had a disgruntled veteran player on our team that requested a trade years before and reiterated that he wanted to trade again. And we got two first rounds and a player that we might possibly be dissatisfied with this contract right now. I mean, come on. That's still great work by Eiserman. No, I – listen, I don't – I don't. Eiserman had was so handcuffed with that trade. The Rangers were the only team Marty would accept. Right? He they were they they, they the were right. Out of it. He and got... listen, I listen. Hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, if I could go back, I'd say no, no, no. Don't sign, don't sign Callahan, please don't. But uh, he didn't know what was coming down the pipe with all Mm-mm. these guys planning out like they did. And of course he didn't. There's no way anybody could have known. And. Look, Stamkos took a pay cut, and that helps things. Okay, now Ryan Callahan's contract doesn't look as bad. But could you imagine if him and Philpolo were off the books and we didn't retain shit? That's $10.8 million we can use to retain all these young guys. You're right, but what if we didn't sign Callahan, we didn't retain Philpolo, and we lost Stamkos anyway? We would be the Buffalo goddamn Sabres. I don't know about that. Because yeah, we were going to get rid of Philpola. Bu- the bu- no, no, I'm not yeah. stretching because the Buffalo Sabres have an com- amazing pipeline of talent in their AHL. Same do we. Are you saying Ryan Callahan is the difference between us and the, and the Buffalo Sabres? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying. Because it sounds like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think that that's. <laughs> All right. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Listen. Okay. We're. we're we moved into some negative territory. Yeah, we did. We got to move on. Yeah. We got to get out yeah. of this. I'm, I'm feeling it's only like 50 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Matt Carl's gone. Everybody cheer. Yay. Yay. Hey, <laughs> 1.8 for the next till 2019 per that's year in the buyout. That's way better than what his cap. I was about was. to say that's fine. <laughs> yeah. He was a douche. All right. Let's take a break. We got to reset the chat. Yep. Chat's at 11 minutes. Second second week in a row that we've had to reset the chat <laughs> <laughs> because we went too long in the first half. So we're going to take a break. We're going to reset the chat. We're going to come back. We're going to talk Bucks. We're going to talk Rays. Uh, and then whatever else you guys want to talk about. I don't know. We'll potpourri. We'll Bring see. it up. Bring it up. All right. We'll be back. Two questions for you guys. Am I original? Am I the only one? Um then head on over to lootcrate.com slash shark, and they want you to join them for their futuristic July as they uh, celebrate some of pop culture's favorite prognostications of science in the future. Uh, look towards tomorrow with items from Rick and Morty, Futurama, Star Trek, Mega Man, 
Valiant Comics and Star Trek again. I guess they must have did it twice. Cool. Uh, they've included a model, a figure, uh, and their monthly tea and pin. So what is Loot Crate, guys? Loot Crate is a service for 20 bucks a month. You're going to get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and a hell of a lot more. You have usually until the 19th, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's box. So if you guys like this future-themed box, you only have until the 19th of this month to get that box. And then after that, you're not getting it anymore. So if you're a big Rick and Morty fan, if you're a big Futurama or Star Trek fan, uh, you may want to check out this month's box. And time is running out. Time is of the essence, guys. You can't you can't fast forward to the future to get this box ever again. In fact, if you fast forward to the future, you're gonna you're gonna fuck yourself because you're not gonna get your hands on this loot crate. Um, so make sure you head on over to lootcrate.com/shark. Enter the promo code Shark Dropper. Uh, you're gonna save yourself 10% off your first loot crate. And it's ba it's a $45 value in every crate. You're getting it for 20 bucks a month, and you're gonna get even you're gonna get it for even less than that uh, by going to lootcrate.com/shark. You put in the promo code Shark Dropper, and it's also gonna help us out. Uh, it's a lot of cool stuff. I really like the way that, that every loot crate was was uh, laid out, and uh, it, it's a lot of neat, cool things in it. So if you're into all that kind of stuff, you want to save a little bit of money on it as well. Lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark dropper. I just I had a I had a dream about him uh, this week. We're talking about Jameis Winston, and um, it was like he's like he like. Let me uh, guess. You became best friends. We became best friends. Like, of course, you did. Him and I were best friends. Like we were like hanging out. It was like a. It couldn't have been more of a, like an amazing time. Like oh, I've I feel like I've misunderstood you this so entire could, time. You, you James. brought like, it up. And we brought it up, and it's. Uh, I, just, I just imagine this the scenario where me and Kyle are at the the, the fourth Jameis Winston Super Bowl parade, and they're renaming <laughs> Dale Winston, uh, and we're just sit, and we're just sitting in the crowd like fucking mother. Yeah, meanwhile, like, I'm like on the stage because the whole time I supported him. And Nick is just wasted. Like, why aren't you guys fucking happy? We just won our fourth Super Bowl. <laughs> I am a little simpler. <laughs> it's going to be win. Yeah, exactly. Look, man, I just hope his. I just, I just hope the lock on his door in his new house works. Ooh. Wow. 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 I just hope the lock on this interviewee's lady's door works, too. Oh, Kyle, what does the Super Bowl do for your opinion of Jameis Winston? Be honest. It's gonna. If it's, he won one. I mean, right now it's 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 tough not to look at the guy and be like, "Fuck yeah, man!" Yeah, like it's every. It, it, he's the second coming of nothing we've ever had. Yeah. So um, second coming of nothing. I mean, a Super Bowl. It's I'm gonna be. I, I'll cry. Uh, it, Tears of joy because my team has just won the Super Bowl. So not to mention, and I'm just gonna jump in here because I think it's. A, if Jameis Winston, if the Bucks t next year were to win the Super Bowl, it would be a completely polar opposite team that won the first one. Look, the thing is, here's the thing: I don't have a problem questioning guys on my team. Like, I'm not the kind of fan that's going to say that my favorite team's players are beyond question, and and that I can't think that they're pieces of shit or that they've done something wrong. You've been adamant about them not just because they're on your team; they're not infallible. Exactly. I, I, I see too much of that where it's like they're on my team. They do no wrong. I don't give I don't care. Kyle, but, this is why I don't get why you worry about FSU Twitter and all this shit is because you're fucking we're both reasonable about this. That's like true. we're not crusading that like, oh, fucking rapist. Blah, blah, blah. 
I mean, there was a time where I did. That's but, I, there is there was but, a time where I did that too. I think like TJ <laughs> TJ Pittenger, who's a big FSU guy, who's on Twitter. Like him and I, like our first meeting was like him and I getting into it about this stuff, and now we're like we're like you know we're 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 bros on Twitter. So it's it's just something that it's it kind of makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable whenever I it see people like rushing to his to his defense whenever his name is brought up in an article and the the, the word rape is used and it's like. I, I, can't we just like can't we just say that okay maybe the guy did something wrong why can't we have would that would it be different if this if the crime was different like if he had like if he had been accused of murder do you think if, people would be defending the dude, him the same way yes, if the dude had absolutely. been like manslaughter one this would have been done and over with we would have forgotten about it and would have been like well he was put in a position maybe he had to defend himself Nick, yeah, I agree here's, with- the re- here's the reason I say that because when it comes to rape it's like there's there's immediately people that just think the girl is lying all the fucking time, all the time. Yeah, like it, right. This, it's it's the immediate. It's the stupid. It's an attention. It's, it's exactly yeah. It's, but that's yeah. not to say that there aren't women who do lie about it. I mean, it's it, no, like, it happens no, both ways. So exactly. I would I would say in the same breath that there's also a group out there that immediately sees Jameis is guilty. He's guilty. Right. They like, rush to that he, decision. He, yeah. He's. It's. I, I would say it's probably 50 50 even to the point where there's probably not even enough normal people to say let's see what's going on before this, this is me this is what i do i i go and i read every chop chat and fsu blog that that defends him and then i go and read every new york times article and things that that are against him i like to see i try to see things i try very hard to have to have seen this from both sides and what i ultimately arrived at was just like okay He's on my team. I'm not saying that he didn't do it. I'm not saying that he did do it. I just I, – I, there's not enough what, – what, how'd you put it, Anthony? There's not enough there for me to – I forget how you put it, but it was perfect. But uh, I fucking forgot it. Forget, yeah, I know. But, no, Katie put it perfectly. She goes, this is rape culture. This is – Yeah. No, it's exactly – look, Kyle, it's, it's okay to say I don't know. Like the, there's this thing on the internet for whatever reason where we're not allowed to say I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be because black or white. Like, no, you got to take a sign. Yeah. You can't just stand on the fence, take a fucking side, pick a hill, and die on it. Right. Like that's like that's how the internet is. But you can say I don't know. I, like, I don't know. Ultimately, what it boils down to is I feel like ah, oh, you got this big school that has that who has a vested interest in keeping their players safe, and you got this this uh, this police department that feels like they're like eh, boys will be boys. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Don't tr- uh, don't th- at me, bro. Like, don't at me. It, like, if you feel if you feel differently, that's fine. I don't care. Like, you're not going to change. I'm not my trying opinion, to change your opinion. But I'm not trying to change yours. That's, <laughs> this is how I feel. Yep. Katie I just brought up. Katie brings up a good point in the chat. Jameis is just an example of college cover-ups and failure to investigate. That's... Maybe if they did their jobs, we really know what happened. Look, the, the if he wasn't or wasn't guilty. The most accurate statement I can make about this whole thing is something fucky happened here. Something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's about it. Whether it's on her end or his end, it's just like, I don't trust that the whole process was fulfilled here. It was fucking, it was intentionally fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Intentionally fucked up process. Whether that be on her. fucked it up to make it look like they just kind of screwed it up. Yeah, it made us look dumb. It made the Florida Department of Corrections look stupid. Yeah. And that's the, that's, that's the real victim here is because the Florida Department of whatever was just brushed aside because... Kyle said vested interest from a university and their most profitable athlete on their most profitable sport. Of course they're going to guard him. Here's the reason why I say I don't know, because if you look at it, 
There's so many things that were done poorly when it came to this investigation. There's so much shit that they could have done better. So maybe they're they are hiding something. Right. But like I said, I don't fucking know. And let me let me play devil's advocate for for a second. I mean, there's 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 people that that will say like the you know, the story's changed over time and it's evolved. So on and so, so on. like yeah. she's changed she's changed her story. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of inconsistencies in the evidence and all that. That's I mean. Yeah, that's that's fine. But when you look at uh, cases like these, when when what, if I were to t- ask you, Anthony, okay, Anthony, tell me yesterday where you were for lunch. Who'd you see? What 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 kind of shirt were they wearing? Were they smiling? What kind of mood were they? Were they yeah, happy? Kind of, were they yeah, sad? exactly. Like uh, you I know, went to what did they Mo's say to you? And I had a rice bowl, and I saw a dude fall out of his chair, and that was it. Was that dude pushed? Yeah, was he pushed? Was he coarse? That dude like, was. That dude leaned back too far in his chair. Did he have? Did he have hair? What color was it? Was, was it he black? intoxicated? Was he, was, he was bald and he was black. Right. Okay. Oh. Well, <laughs> typical. <laughs> typical bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> Always falling out of chairs. But uh, like, honestly, that's a great point, Kyle, because it's. No, but I could name every single detail. Right. <laughs> Eyewitness testimonies like is is uh, always. Uh, incredibly unreliable so i have no doubt that her stories change many times because because it's like i my story would probably change many times you know how long <laughs> it takes me to piece together what i did two days ago in my own head right i didn't i didn't mean like, for this how to, my day went i didn't mean for it all to go this way like honestly no, like it's all right. this was a good conversation we've probably turned a lot of like hardcore Jameis fans off i didn't mean to do that like fucking like him if you like him like him i'm not here to tell you to he's not done like nothing him. wrong as the buck exactly. i'll say that he this has done co- nothing wrong as a buck this is this is a conversation between three guys who have differing probably a little bit differing opinions on this Look, oh I would... it's fine these are fine listen twitter and i know twitter's already angry don't be angry we're allowed to have these conversations and so are you if you want to if you want to start a podcast talk about great Jameis winston is all the fucking time great Knock yourself out. He is. He's. He's great on the. He's great. That has doubts. He's great on the football field. Yeah, exactly. He's a great football player. He might not be a great person. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, as a as a a Bucks fan, I've dealt with Sap. He was an asshole. Well, let me let me uh, let me. Yeah, but Sap was an asshole for different reasons. Let's well, see that's it. You're right. Reason. Well, I mean, uh, well, that you know of. <laughs> that you reasons, know of. Exactly. <laughs> different reasons, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. They, we don't know exactly what happened. It, it might have had more money. It, to I, I know we just talked about this, but if something came out tomorrow about a sexual assault case against Warren Sapp, I would immediately think he was guilty. He did, he did, commit, about it. He did commit assault. <laughs> he assaulted a, 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 I think it was, was it a prostitute or, or Look, a girlfriend or something? We or? can just see that Miami has better attorneys than Florida State. That's all. Oh, brother. <laughs> they just got named the worst city to live in in America. Good. In America. Yep. <laughs> Let, let's. I want to transition off of this. Uh, something interesting happened to me this week, and I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about this because Jared <laughs> in the chat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we a, well, I forgot we had a hurricane in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something happened to me this week um, that was very interesting that I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about, talk openly about. It's very serious. Uh, very serious, uh, somber kind of issue with with me, and I think the only way to Pal's talk pregnant. The, the way to talk through this is to talk through it on the podcast, talk to you guys about it, and kind of you know we'll, maybe we'll come out on the other side. I'll come out a better person, better man. So uh, this week, I came into possession 
of an away Gerald McCoy Buccaneers jersey, the new the new style jersey. With the digital numbers. The digital numbers. And I've alarm clock. I've gone on record repeatedly on this podcast and said I th- I think I, I tried really hard to look for the podcast that it was, but I've gone on this podcast and I've said I will never wear that jersey ever. Yeah, you think it's weird. It's like wearing another adult's no, just because I hate the way they look. I don't like the look. Oh, I, yeah, yeah okay. I was going to clarify. It's not anything against Gerald McCoy. Right. No, it's not It's not anything against Gerald McCoy. We don't care that he smiles after games. I do have a bit of a, like, I do have a little bit of a thing about wearing jerseys nowadays. Like, now that I'm a little bit older, I feel like I, like, a jersey's kind of, I've kind of outgrown jerseys and I don't want another man's name on my back. Like, that's kind of how I feel. But I do. I still. I have like a Matt Moore jersey that I'll wear every once in a while. And you said it correctly, though. It's 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 not a yeah. jersey, though. But I still wear like. But it's still, his still, his name is still on my back and shit. So like, I have a Stamkos jersey too that I'll wear. So I mean, I there, I make exceptions to that rule. But I just I generally don't do jerseys anymore. But I, me, can I can I say this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. If if you the guy that wears a jersey to a game is usually either a drunk or b an idiot or c both. No, 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 sir. No, 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 yeah, no. no yeah, I'm not gonna not, go that. Yeah, let's not go there. No, because I'm going you know that what? Way. Fuck I'm that. every time I see a guy in a jersey, no, he's always oh no. drunk. I'm, he's always drunk. Anthony, no. I'm that guy. I like jerseys. There's oh, plenty yeah, of good. There's plenty of fantastic jersey guys out there. I mean, it's, you're. That's true. You can absolutely wear. I think I'll be I'll be that guy on this podcast. I love jerseys. Yeah. I have lots of jerseys. <laughs> you love jerseys. I love jerseys. I mean, I do. Like I, I have I'm a lightning. For the I, of course you are. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I have a lightning jersey and a, and a raised jersey, but they're both blank. Blank. Yeah. Blank. Yeah. But here I am with this. Here I am with with. I, I I've gotten it. I've procured it for free. I, it, it was one through a raffle, so I have a, a free Gerald McCoy away jersey. But it's the new jerseys that I hate. I've said I will never wear them because I hate the way they look. And I'm just I, – I don't know. I'm torn. I don't know what to do. Am I, I like, I'm a hypocrite if I, if I wear it. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. I've, I've, only, I've only put it on just to try it on. And I feel like even that has, like, sullied my, my uh, <laughs> reputation a little bit. You know, Kyle look at himself in the this mirror is, like, I just I, I got to say, this I is... Was, I looked at myself in the mirror like, I can't <laughs> believe it's come to this. Like, here I am. Like, I, where I never thought I'd be. I hated the... I've got on record by saying I hate them so much. And now you got it. You and, got there, and there it hangs in my closet. I, I got to say, because before this, you were a Jersey guy. Before, oh yeah, like yeah. you've, I've seen your books, I've seen your Selman, I've seen your barber. Oh, I got plenty of jerseys. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can, can we say this though that, and this is not like an insult. Like Kyle used to be a really big guy too. Yeah, yeah. So jer- jerseys are a good choice for a big guy. Exactly. I, yeah, I, I, I completely yeah. agree with you because anytime you get a hockey jersey, you're. I mean, you're what? That's at least a, plus, a size and a half oh, yeah. above where you need to be. My good old. My, you're always swimming. In it. My yeah. Tampa Bay hockey jersey was, or my Lightning hockey jersey was my favorite jersey because it was just like it hit everything. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is black. I'm a fan, and it's black. That's why, <laughs> that's why Kevin Smith, I, Kevin Smith did it, and that's what that's what gave me the inspiration because yep. Kevin no Smith shit. looks good in no jersey. So shit. So, I mean, it, the jersey fits me. It looks good on me. <laughs> that's the other thing too. Like it fits me. Oh, so now that's the catch. It fits me perfectly. So, so I don't, uh, I don't so know what to do. What do you want to do with this jersey? I, God, I don't. I know. think. I don't know. I think there's a couple cool, cool things we could do with it. We could perhaps do like a raffle for it. Maybe give you it You want to do a raffle? 
we may do that, something like that. I got, I have to decide if I want it or not. I, let me look at it. Let me sleep on it. But, I mean, if I do keep it and I wear it, then I'm going back on my word, and my word is nothing from now on. Well, it does make a free. good pillowcase. I did get you it You didn't for go free. out and buy it. Now, I, I will say that because I do believe that in your statement, you even said, well, I'm not going to no. turn one away for free. I, may, I might have said that. I don't know. But I, I, I think I, I that think, was a very accurate impression of Kyle. I, I think, yeah, it is. Well. <laughs> and, and no uncertain terms, I said. I mean, I'll never wear that jersey, and now here I am with the jersey. That, I mean, and it's a, it's the white ones too. And I think I like the white ones a little bit better. I've always liked the the away jerseys. And Jer Bear says, "Keep it." Yeah, Jer Bear said. What'd you say, Anthony? It's authentic. It's authentic, right? It's no, not it, a knockoff. It's it is an it's an authentic knockoff replica. <laughs> and you can tell you can tell it's expensive. Yeah, well, there's, well, here's the yeah. thing. Like, there's two, there's two uh, tiers of jersey. You have the authentic, uh, or, you know, you, you have the authentic and the authentic like the, replica. The, the, the stuff that they wear for game, and then the stuff they sell primarily to the fans. Exactly. Yeah. The difference right. being the stitched letters yeah, on the yeah. front. Like, so the, the, the letters press on. Yeah, they're not stitched. They're the they're pressed on. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it is the official NFL Bucks jersey. It is. The, it's the official yeah. one. So. You can go to a store, I mean, buy that one, and it would be an official Bucks merchandise. Here's right. an option you wouldn't have to go back in your word. Get it signed and put it in a frame, hang it on your wall. That's what I thought about that too. Yeah, because I, I, like if if I were to had to to buy any jersey from any current player right now, it would either be Gerald McCoy, or possibly Roberto Aguayo, or well, or Mike Evans, or Roberto Aguayo. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna say this much: if um if you do get him to sign it, can you please tell him to put Tampa good? <laughs> oh, yeah. hashtag, hashtag Tampa good. What does that mean? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about, no, it. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> you listen to podcasts. Don't don't yeah. listen to podcasts. Don't ever don't listen. Ever listen, to listen to <laughs> I've always liked Gerald. I mean, people, people like to bitch about you smiling, and it's just not a good place for you to go. So that's a stupid complaint. Every so every... the guy enjoys his job as a professional fucking athlete, playing a kid's game, making millions of dollars. Every goddamn complaint wedged against McCoy is, is ridiculous. I just I like the player that he is, and that's all. Do you remember when they critiqued or critiqued his red streak hair? Like yes. he's not taking it seriously. He's not a. This is not how you represent yourself, a captain of the. Fuck you. Because he's not. Well, I mean, he did. I mean, it, it did kind of look like there was like a bloody raccoon sitting on his head. Oh, <sighs> that's your opinion. <laughs> he's not Warren Sapp's. Everybody, everybody's like that gives everybody free reign to be like, fuck yeah. that guy. You're not really an asshole to us. You're not taking this seriously. Well. Not only that, he's like, he's not fiery enough. Oh, he doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. He's helping people up. Yeah, he's Gerald McCoy. He's not Warren Sapp. He's yeah, he not. He represents the fucking city well. Like, that, that's one of the main things I ask for from an athlete of his stature. Exactly. Just represent us well. And stand up for us, because goddamn it, we don't stand, we don't get to stand up for ourselves. Yeah, a lot. and maybe, maybe you don't have to fit that mold of NFL players that are that are tough and gritty and. Blah, 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 There's blah, no blah, NFL blah. mold anymore. If anything, I'm positive about there is no more NFL mold because it takes all types. There's assholes. There are good guys. There are guys that are in between. Every part of the NFL is just a a range of different athletes who have one thing in common, and that's that they're more physically able than the rest of them. That's it. Yep. McCoy might be a nice guy, but he also happens to have the highest motor. He's also a fantastic off-the-ball guy. Yeah, he's, just, he's the best off the ball I think I've ever seen. Just because he's a nice guy does not mean he doesn't have a fire. Look, just because he doesn't have a second move doesn't mean he's a bad guy. No. Plenty of pictures. Just because in he's not spitting in people's faces and doing all kinds of war and chat shit on the field. Doesn't mean he can't be a good player. I hate that fucking comparison so much. 
to him and Sap. And I, I get why they make it, but it's so stupid. It is. Like they're just they're two different personalities, but they can both be really good football players and help this team get better. Well, it so doesn't help that they're stop. complete opposites. Like it doesn't. And, but the, but I would argue that they're both they're both uh, maybe Sap was better on the field. I don't know. I, don't, I think it's too early to tell. I think it's easy to say Sap was better on the field because we've seen the culmination of his career. Right, exactly. So, you know what? I'm happy that we have Gerald McCoy. Uh, me too. No, by yeah. no means did any of these statements that I just said wish him to be off our team. I want yeah. him on our team. Absolutely. You know what? I'm happy that we have Avante David too. So, there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I like him. He's. I think he's, he, I think he's Tampa good, but I don't know. I think the McCoy. I think McCoy is more Tampa good than the than David. The second these guys get contracts, they automatically get elevated to the status that they'll never reach. Yeah, and it's, and it's bullshit. Well, that's because when Sap and Rice and that whole group got their extensions, we didn't know what we had. Now that we've had Sap and Rice and so on and so forth and won a Super Bowl, we know what those signings can mean. Now that we've given that to to McCoy, we expect. A higher caliber of play, I guess you could say. And yep. eh, has he produced? No, not to that extent. But he's also been a hell of a lot better. Remember his first two years, Kyle? We're having a conversation in BJ's restaurant about him being a bust because the first two years he was hurt. Uh, McCoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember saying he was a bust. So the thing is, is like it. It, it all comes down to what have you done for me lately? And Gerald McCoy's lately is a decent defensive athlete that has questions about his fire. That's the best way I can put it because son of a bitch. What do we do? His fire is not there. Oh yeah, well. How I don't do know. we measure that stat? I don't know. How do his you measure fire? I don't get it. How many like people? How many people you tell to put a jersey on? That's that's a good stat. Because I've seen some angry motherfuckers that don't show it. It's just in their head. It's true. And then and they just fucking knock the... They don't do anything after they knock your lights out. Or go to a gun show and buy like, an AR-15. And... Oh, shit. I'm oh, God, no. Stop. <laughs> stop full, right there. I'm going to full, full brakes on this one. Off this one. <laughs> Code just... red. Code red. Let's piss everybody off. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh god nick, nick you know about the code red you just yeah grab him, i just hit space button and it stops <laughs> yep sit on him do whatever you gotta do <laughs> you sorry. know i i sorry, maybe sorry. it's because of the stamco signing but for me it just seems like everything else in this area is a little brighter it's just a little better Maybe yeah, the maybe might go seven nine. Yeah, so maybe McCoy's not so terrible. You know. Wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. Uh oh. And then that. If I'm not mistaken, that's Mr. Warren Sapp telling Coach McCarthy to put a jersey on. Yep. And then then calling him a shit eating shit eating hound. Hey, guess what? <laughs> that guy's our <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> that oh, guy's God. got a bronze bust in Canton representing the yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So next time you want to question McCoy's smiling, think Put back. a jersey on. <laughs> next time you want to question his smile, put a fucking jersey on. <laughs> put that jersey on. Put a jersey on. 
Uh, okay. I'm I'm done with the Bucks. How about you guys? Oh, I'm way done. Let's please move on to the Rays, God. I before I get in trouble with any other fucking. Oh, fair enough. So maybe since since you're going ahead and doing that, I'm gonna ask a question. Do the Rays suck? I love it. It's not been that forever, and everybody yeah. assumes it's bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. Maybe I'll do, I don't know. You never know. Maybe, maybe I'll, uh. That's true. Oh. Kyle does turn the, uh, the wild card in every once in a while. Exactly, yeah. I might, I might just... Wild card! Wild card, bitches! Woo! This has been a loud podcast. Yeah, Jesus. I'm looking at the levels right now. <laughs> God damn it. Well, Please I mean. stop. Does it sound bad on Mixler? No, it sounds fine. Good. Uh, well, I'm Mixler. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, just going. I'm, I'm asking Mixler. Does it sound good, guys? So our, our Tampa Bay Rays. What can you say about them? They're last. What can you say about the Rays that yeah, hasn't already that. been said about Afghanistan? They're not a parking lot. They looked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So isn't it, isn't it funny? Yeah, goddamn. Why? What are we doing on this podcast? I think we just need to end this before we get like investigated by the CIA or some shit. Or by by the, um, when we start, people start knocking down our doors. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, do you uh are you part of a podcast? No, no, no not even kind of. What are you talking about? Those are, yeah, those are for nerds. Yeah, no. See, okay. I don't recall. Hey, grape. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this: the Rays are winning for now. No, they just won. Oh, they won? Oh, no, it's the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, they're they're just winning. They haven't won yet. Andrew's all a, right, Andrew's all right, a focus, Detroit fan. Focus, focus. We're going to close in on two hours before we... So doesn't it seem like... It, <laughs> it seems like every time we run into like a legitimate franchise, we just get uh, uh, demolished. I mean, the... We the, just don't know how to handle yeah, it. Yeah, the Orioles and the... Uh, the Ast- Not the Astros, but the, the goddamn Royals as well. Uh, Who did we play right before the Orioles? Giants? Was it the Giants? The team that we lost to. The team that we lost to. It just seems like every time we run into like a, 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 a franchise team, yeah. that knows how to play baseball and can pitch well, we just get fucking... <laughs> Oops. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Or can hit we well. Took, I'm we, sorry, can hit we well. Took two, we took two or three from the Red Sox. Yeah, well, I, yeah, honestly, I made a joke about that. And I think I sent it to you guys. It's like uh, the Rays win 11, or they, they lose 11 of 13. We still take two or three from the Bucks. Or the the from, Red Sox from the Bucks from, from the, the Bucks. <laughs> so the I, I just like just an interesting stat here. Uh, Saturday against the the Orioles, the Rays had 14 hits, and then on Sunday Oof. they had 12 hits, and then on Monday they had 13 or I'm sorry 18 hits. And, Holy uh, shit! And there are two and two and one. one and two one and two in that time. <laughs> that. Should never happen. That should never fucking happen, especially, especially with the fucking rotation that we were promised. You, you know what I'm, that tells me? That is unacceptable. We can't score in, in scoring. We can't score in scoring position. That's that's what that tells me. I don't think that's the right word for it, Kyle. I don't think we were promised a rotation. I think we thought 
that this would we'd have a good rotation. But we were we fun. were no good. Okay, I'm going to use a, a quote that Kyle says a lot of time. This is the bill of goods we were promised. Sold. Right. We were. Oh yeah, this is the bill of goods we were sold that we had four, if not five, starters deep. Yeah, we. we I'm we were pretty much looking at two and a half. Chris Archer, Jake Odorizzi, Drew Smiley, and, and then you put the rest of the rotation together from there. But we were we were told that we had. At least three and a half. At least, yeah. At least three guys that can go deep. So, it's I, it, to me, it's unacceptable to lose games like that. Uh, if we're putting the offense up, the, the, the pitching needs to hold the other end of the bargain here. This bullpen has been atrocious. Okay, but we That's knew that. That's a kind word. We, we did know that. We did know that, but... No, I think in the beginning of the season, we're like, hey, look, the best part of the team right now happens to be the bullpen. Okay, but that was a word of the baby. No, no. That was like a week and a half into the season. No, no, you're right. Excuse me, no. Excuse me, no. No, 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 no. I did not say that. I said that the bullpen is going to need to hold, is going to need to be good in order for us to compete. That's what I said. I said it's it's very shaky at this point. There's a lot of unknowns. And sure enough, they haven't come through. There's been some injuries now. You have Alex Colomay who's gone out, and you have Brad Boxberger who's been down. Uh, so that's kind of uh, uh, um, not. It's not gone the same our bullpen. It's not but the same still, bullpen. You've got Dana guys like Dana Evelyn, Steve Geltz, who just can't who can't pitch to save their life. Uh-uh. And you have guys like Erasmo Ramirez who who can pitch, but where he's just like Erasmo, save us, and he can't do it all. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> and and the same with with Matt Andres. Like Matt Andres goes there, and he also coughs up a, a, a few runs. And he's a guy that we converted back from a starter down to the bullpen. In my opinion, that's a square peg round hole. I feel like he's a starter, and he needs four or five innings in order to get to a point. And he's that. If if you have, if you have a pitcher that needs a couple innings to get settled, he's not a bullpen guy. I don't hey, know. hey, hey, but hey, look, there's rumors that we're going to trade Erasmo to the Dodgers. We, I think we should. What's I think that, it's, what's that going to do to our Matt, Matt Moore is rumored to go be going to the Marlins. I think we should do that as the well. Rangers I think it's time to it's Rangers. it's time to offload talent. Yeah, get him out of here. Yeah. I think and, and, really yes. Yeah, I actually, yeah, this is the best value they'll have. I think it's really? time. It's, it's time, yes, absolutely. It's, I think it's time to restock the farm system. I think it's time to, to call this season yep. what it is. Let's start the rebuilding process. Let's reload the farm system. Let's trade the guys out of here. Yep. I'm sorry, it's just got to happen. Yeah. Oh, what are we? Thirteen Here's games my, under 500 right now. Like do a rebuild with a full, like full on fucking rebuild with the Rays. Like everybody goes. Perhaps yeah. We don't, we don't spend money, man. We we don't. I get well. We can't. We it's gonna take fucking years to build up a farm system, and we may never get out of it. Okay, my our, dra- our drafting hasn't been the best. I'll argue because what's the other option? We don't have the farm system now that we used Just to. Just keep adding to the current roster. But if you add to the current roster, is that going to be a World Series contender? I doubt it. Yeah. Or, okay. Because that's Here's the, the ultimate goal is to win the World Series. And Here's if you're telling me you you build up a bunch of mediocre years developing talent and keeping them together as much as you can with control, and then you go for that one fucking run. That's what you do in the situation with the Rays. There's no sustained World Series level success with this organization. Well, that's what we've There's been trying. There's one year that you go for, like when they signed Grant Balfour and all that. 
If it doesn't pan out, then you're fucking screwed for the next few years. But that's how, you, that's how this team wins a championship. You build up and you hope you get it. I will agree. That's how we've we've got to the point or to the World Series in the past. We don't have that team yet. We don't have the infrastructure. We do not have the 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 pipeline of pitchers and and field, defensive fielders coming in that we we did. They don't even say bats. No, no, of course not. We've never had the bats. Uh, uh, excuse me, we we do have the bats right now. This is the best hitting team you're ever going to see playing. But well, we don't have everything else. We have one third now. The other two thirds yeah, happen to leave the building. Else for the fucking bats. Look, I'm just saying. I think it's. I I do think it's valid that I think we need to trade. We need to trade some guys. We need to restock the farm system. And does that mean going into a full rebuild? Maybe. Okay. Maybe I was a little premature on that. No. Uh, but I do think it's time to, that we perhaps understand that this season isn't going anywhere we need to 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 make some trades and we need to restock we need to reload we need to understand that the okay, al east is i'm sorry go ahead who are you trading who are you trading matt moore got matt moore yeah matt moore, Easy. One. that's all you're trading no no god no erasimo ramirez right. is gone um i would chris archer you trading chris archer chris no. archer uh, I, I think I, is on the I, table full, yeah, full rebuild chris chris archer is on the table I would uh, I would differ from Kyle's opinion. Where's Chris Archer? Him. What has Chris, Ar- Chris Archer done since the end of last season? You're absolutely Fucking right. Nothing. You're right. You're right. But we've also been bitten by that snake by giving rid of people before they're they're you quote, live unquote, by the not sword. You live by the sword. You die by the sword. Listen, and we don't gonna, have. If you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and say full rebuild, all these guys got to go. Yeah. Sure. There's no full rebuild. You're not gonna get shit for Hank Conger. Let's completely. Let, all right. Let's let's be completely honest. There's no such thing as a complete rebuild in the Major League Baseball again because no fan wants to hear that their team's going to be bad next year. Jerry Bear asked, "Do you it's think it's not going to be next year?" He says, "Do you think?" Years. He says, "Do you think the Rays can get back to the World Series again?" Yeah, sure, absolutely. But not, not in the next uh, couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see. I, I don't see the Rays repeating. I mean, I see us going into the playoffs in the next three years, but I don't see us going to the World Series in the next three years. Yeah, the ideal situation for this team is take a shot every four or five years at a World Series and then pull back, reevaluate, regroup, retool the roster with cheap talent, and then take another shot. I would, And then repeat the process. Until they spend money, that's what we have to do. I would argue that well, until we get money, that's how we have to play it. We have to take a one-shot-in-every-five-years type of plan. Well, listen, listen, Anthony. If you trade Chris Archer, you're still left with Alex Cobb, Drew Smiley, Jake Odorizzi, Erasmo Ramirez, and Matt Andrees. If you trade um, – oh, God, who else would I say was on the table? Matt Moore. Like, okay, even if you trade Matt Moore, you still have you still have those pieces in place where you can perhaps go and get a bat. Uh, I think we still have Logan Forsythe. And uh, I, I'm just saying that the pieces are there. There's some pieces, yeah. Right. I, I think I just think it's time to cut and run on this. It's time to just it's time to trade some big pieces away to to restock the farm system because the farm system is depleted. Who are we calling? We're calling up. We're calling up dudes who don't even belong on a on a goddamn no, I, major league franchise. I would to even fill argue for our injuries. I would even argue they don't belong on a triple A team. Some of these are players you are. Longo? No. God no. No. Then what is this rebuild, man? Why are we? If you want to rebuild, then why are you hesitating on these guys? Because those are the guys that are going to fetch you rebuild. Pieces. You're stuck. You're stuck on the rebuild thing, man. I, I'm just. I'm just. Saying. I am stuck on it because I. I, I don't. I don't, I don't think we're there yet. Right I. Decision. I do not think we're, the Rays 
of today are contemplating full rebuild mode. And, you know, our opinions are completely that. They're our opinions. Yeah, of course. But we need to consider the fact that the Rays look at their roster right now and see some cornerstone athletes. That's that's the fact is that the the ownership of the Tampa Bay Rays see some players here that they want to keep. And we might disagree with that. But it's them who holds the cards. It's time to cut and run. That's all I'm saying. That's not, uh, uh, did I say? Full what do you mean by cut and run? It's time to trade. The, the, it's time to trade Matt Moore and, trade and Chris Archer and trade assets. Yeah. It's time to offload some of these guys to restock the farm system. Does that mean that we're not going to compete next year? I, possibly, we we may not be as as competitive uh, next year as we are this year. But uh, and the year after that. You may see a, a better team, a better team than even this year. You may see us okay. get back to those glory days of the playoffs. But I'm I'm saying <laughs> you're right. You're right in the sense that a full rebuild is going to take time because look at the way that this the that the Rays were built up in the first place. They were just perennial losers that got top talent from that, being that perennial losers. Every, yeah, exactly. They drafted in the top five every year right. because you we can were get, that bad. You can go get BJ Upton and Delman Young and David Price and Ben Zobrist and 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 so on and so forth. So, do, I, you, do you think the ownership is scared to do that because they don't want the team to be so bad because the attendance is already like shaky? No, I. I, I, in my opinion, I don't feel like the ownership gives us like it, the this the crowd that sells out. I don't think they influences as much as you think they it, do. It absolutely does, Nick. Because, really? Yes, because, because yeah, it beca- totally does. Because I was just reading today. Because at, at a certain point, Stu Sternberg is going to have to go to the taxpayers and say, "Hey, I need money to build my stadium." And the taxpayers are going to say, uh, you've been putting out shit on the field for the last three, four, five years. You can go fuck yourself. And that's, go to- that's my argument, is the fact that like they're not playing that card. They might need to play that card, but they're not playing it. Well, they don't need to play it just yet. I mean, I, I, I was just reading today about uh, – I, I, it was the uh, – I think it was the Chicago White Sox – Somebody who just got a new deal, but the maybe it was the Twins, but the, the basically the the story goes that the the team went on a uh, a tear. Was, uh, ah, you know what it was? The, the Indians? It, no, it was the goddamn Houston Astros. The Houston okay. Astros were wanting to get out of the Astrodome, and the 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 team was looking for public or to secure public funds. All of a sudden, Houston goes on a run. The the entire town gets behind the team, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, we'll pay a little bit extra for that stadium." And there you go. Uh, if Stu's going to put a, a team on the field that is consistently underperforming, and then he's going to come cry poor mouth to the taxpayers and say, hey, I need my new stadium. Everything's going to be better after that. They're going to say, go fuck yourself. You know, you're absolutely right, because this is not the Madden Tampa Bay Rays. This isn't the team that we have faith in. Is a- it safe to say that this team has lost that magic for I think they lost that magic that when he went to Chicago. No, because look, we're look at what we're still doing on such a low payroll and budget. We're still we're still able to at least uh, put together something that resembles a franchise instead of being a joke. I mean, we're still I'll, able I'll, to take two out of three from Boston and, and out hit them. I hate to argue, but we're also still swept by the fucking Marlins. Like th- this, this is the same organization that you just said is 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 making ways. It's not. 
I mean, it took a, a fucking American tragedy to sell out a, a game. Look at the team that should be on the field. There, Brandon Geyer yeah, should be right, out there. Right. Logan, back. Uh, Logan Forsythe should have been out there. You should have had you, you should have Steven Souza Jr. and Kevin Kiermaier out there. You should have Alex Cobb healthy. Uh, we've been plagued by a lot of bad luck in the last couple of years, and there's no reason why we shouldn't be right there with the Orioles and the Red Sox to, to compete for the top of the division. But we've we've just had some bad luck, and we've had we've we've run on some injuries, and a lot of people start bl- blaming Kevin Cash and saying, ah, Cash, trash Cash, get him out of here. You know, guys, the guy mismanages the bullpen, and he it's... puts a bad lineup on the team. The fucking guy has nobody to work with. Yeah. He's what do, you, what guy, do you want him to do? We've got half so, the Charlotte Stone Crabs up on the roster right now. Yeah. So is that so? I want to just clarify where, where you guys. Think. Oh yeah, yeah. You let's, want to keep let's pull certain it back. guys, trade others, and try to retool this team through the farm system. I think that's the only way years. we win. There's no way we survive a full rebuild. Well, let me. Let I don't me. think we do, and I think I fully agree. If we go into that, I don't know, losing over 100 games a year kind of thing, I don't, dude. We're we're gonna, not going to pull out of that. Unless we start spending money, let me uh, let me fully explain myself to you, Anthony, because I don't feel like I was clear before. And it, okay. if I said fully, I don't, I don't mean to sound like an asshole. No, you're not. You're not. Not, not at all. You, oh, okay. You're holding me accountable, and I think if I if I'm going to say full rebuild, maybe that was the wrong uh, wording to use. I, I just I I look at I look at the current farm system, and I don't see a whole hell of a lot to get excited about. Willie Adamas um, is one that I can name. Willie Adamas, Blake Snell was was one, but now he's up. Pitched very well, by the way, in in uh, his game against the Red Sox that we won. Um, yeah. But there's not a whole heck of a lot to be excited about, and we've tried in the past couple of years to to reload that farm system, and it's and it hasn't gone very well. Now that might be the the, the fault of the front office. That may be a little bit of bad luck. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Uh, but what I think is that I think that, that, that there are certain pieces of this franchise that need to be on the table in order to restock that farm system, and I don't think that that handicaps us in the future. Uh, we're still we're still fairly deep at pitcher, and, and I think it's not it's I don't, that's accurate. I think that Chris Archer and perhaps even Matt Moore need to be on the table. Maybe even Jake Odorizzi. Uh, maybe even Drew Smiley. Maybe maybe it's just carte blanche. Everybody. Maybe it's just carte blanche <laughs> and say, okay, you know what, what uh, what do you want? Here's here's what we have available. Who do you got? Who are you gonna give it to us? I th- Can we start with catcher? Yeah, Can we really. get a catcher, please? Ultimately, <laughs> what this comes down to, and ultimately the, the point that I'm trying to make is, I think that the farm system needs to be restocked, and I think that that can be done without handicapping us for the next couple of years. Because okay. you're right, you're right, Anthony. Because we we can't afford the, the to do what we've done before to get here to you know the, the all these losing seasons, especially if they're looking for a new I mean, stadium. Oh nine and oh nine and eleven were products. I mean, whether you want to admit it or not, oh nine and eleven were products of the oh eight season because we put everything we possibly could into going. I'm gonna put it this way: the Rays went through those horrible fucking years when nobody was paying attention. Now everybody pays attention. And listen, there's going to come a time where they're going to have to. Like, that's going to come at some point. You just can't You can't keep this up forever with the low money and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just, 
I agree with you. With I, I completely agree with you, Kyle, with the retooling. I think it needs to happen. I think we need to trade people. I'm just scared of it because, yeah, like Nick said, we've been bitten before by it. We have, and you live by the sword and you die by the sword. Like I said, I mean, we, uh, we've got Nick Franklin who's done pretty well in the last couple of games, but I mean, we, I mean, that's it. The, it was Drew Smiley, and Nick Franklin, that was our return for David Price, and when you look at that on the on the surface, you say, eh, well, Willie Adamas too, and Willie Adamas, yeah. Um. You live by the sword, you die by the sword, and, and I want. I've just seen. A, I've seen a lot of teams stick in that middle spot where they don't really want to rebuild, but they they, they want to be competitive and they stay there forever and they go five hundred forever. And I don't want that for the Rays. No, no, no. Is, you're, we should be competitive this year. You're right. Look, yeah. I want I want to bring up something that was brought up in the chat and is and the question was from Jerry Bear is do we overvaluate Archer? Overvalue. I completely agree. We do. Because the thing is, is he's the best we have. Does that mean he's the best? No, but he's the best we have. Since the second half of last year, he just hasn't been. He's the same been guy. not the same guy. Yeah, and it's I I don't it's maybe cracks are starting to show, or maybe he's just going through a really All right. I don't know. Look, man. Go, look, Grape Walsh pointed the out that, that, the... that struggles happen. I get it, but that's not the same thing as losing your edge. And Archer has not been the same pitcher, arguably, in the last calendar year. He's, it's. I mean, he's lately he's been doing a lot better. The other night he had a he had a, a good start, only gave up three. And if you're going to give up three, that's a that's that's fair. He went that's winnable. He struck out. Uh, I believe he. I think he struck out eleven batters. He went six and a third, and he gave up three earned runs. I mean, that's that's not a bad start at all. He we should win that game ideally he's, if he's on the mound. It it just looks when I look at his pitches anymore, his movement looks a little lame. They don't seem to the, the uh, his fastballs don't seem to move like they used to. His slider doesn't seem to 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 slide like it used to. It doesn't seem to 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 start high and end low like it used to. It just I don't know. It it seems a little bit like. Like, maybe he's just smoking too much weed before he gets out on the... Uh, he's distracted. He does not seem like he has... He's just a young the guy. ...the same Archer head-in-the-game thing. Yeah. Am I wrong for thinking... And this is this is a change, little change of topic about this. Am I wrong for thinking that a really bad Braves team could contribute to us actually just losing the franchise? Yeah. I really... <laughs> compl- yes. Yes. Right. You're not wrong. <laughs> because, Anthony, it's like scared, I said, And that scares the... Fuck out of me, man. Yes, because uh-huh. it's gonna there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a time in the next five years where Sternberg's gonna have to secure public funding, and that means going to either the Hillsborough County commit or you know Hillsborough County or taxpayers or Pinellas County taxpayers and saying, hey, I need money for my stadium, and if he's not putting if he's not holding up his end of the bargain of putting something on the field that we can be proud, they're not of, gonna agree with it. Then they're gonna then all these old fucks like me, you, and Nick, and and Katie, and Marquise, and and Jared, and, and all the and people Grape in the Welch chat, and everybody. Yeah, we're all gonna be like, fuck yeah, do hey, it, give it. But guess what? All the old fucks and uh, over there in South Tampa and who and, vote? Yeah, yeah, who vote? They're gonna be like, <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> Look, let's be completely honest. I love every single person in this chat. We don't vote. That's I, I vote. You goddamn right. I, I vote. vote. Vote too. I vote too. But I guarantee you, not everybody in this chat does. We've Trump, talked about it. We've Trump 2016. It We're going to we make it huge. Together. I'm sorry. Right, what right, I'm but I don't, I, I don't know how this area would handle losing a team. I really, I, like, I feel like it would be a really negative effect on this area. Now, maybe the Lightning could overcome it at this 
point because of how set up they are in there in downtown and all that. But man, I don't want Tampa to have something else that people can use for ammo against us, man. Exactly. Losing the Rays would be fucking awful, and I don't want to lose them just because the team isn't good. It'll be the worst the gut field. punch, the worst gut punch of all time. But yeah, so hey, it's, do the Rays do the race suck this week? <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. God, we got this podcast got emotional in every person. It I did know. Jesus Christ? Every what a weird podcast this was. Um, yeah, I this week I had a, I had uh, it was a roller coaster of a week. the The Orioles series was a fucking was a joke, especially when when we put up that many runs. I mean, they shut us out on Saturday night, uh, but just that that was a joke. But it always feels good to beat the Red Sox. It feels good to beat David Price. And we won against the Tigers tonight. So, um. Great. Yeah, the race. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, they suck. Yep. Catcher, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Okay, we got to wrap this up. That, what is this? Like an hour and a half? This is we're eight minutes away from two hours. Oh, son of a bitch! No, no, it's an hour and a half. All right. Oh yeah, because the mixer we're not recording. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. So I mean, if we if we were rec- maybe I'll put, I might want to put that Jameis Mixler stuff on. That's fine. Good, do it. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Do it it was it was recording for that. I, mean, I think I still might. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> we still suck though. Marquis said it. We still suck though. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Big thanks to to uh, Andrew Grape Welsh, uh, Katie Ebner, of course, Jared Marquise, Dom was also in the chat earlier. I think Matt was. There was a lot of people in the chat tonight, so thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming and hanging out. Uh, Listen to us spike the football when it came to to Stephen Stamkos. Got real emotional tonight. Yeah, a lot of a lot lot of uh, stuff that I had not planned on talking about. A lot of deep talking, a lot of deep (laughs) conversation. So. We have these every once in a while. They're not the norm, but they happen. Not very okay. Look, let me just say this: not very often we get to keep our our shiny best toy. So, I just want to. It's emotional. There's a there's an episode that's always stuck out to me before I was actually on the show, and it's when Kyle, you, and Jonathan were talking about the stadium, and I could literally hear Kyle like starting to tear up, talking about the Rays leaving, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And that that episode always sticks out to me. Because of that, and there's real emotion behind this show, folks. Yeah, there is. This isn't an act. We're not putting we, on a we, show. We record. We're not putting on a show. But... We rehearsed none of this. <laughs> yeah, or... this isn't an act. Like we really feel this way about all this stuff. Maybe and, we rehearsed uh, all of it. Nah, we're that good. Yeah, this is all scripted. This is even scripted. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just want to end on that. This is this is real, and it's real, cool. Real talk. Real real talk, son. Yep. But <laughs> wait, hold on. I gotta say, Jerbear just said, "Put put the ballpark on a whale." Yeah, put on a whale. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll trade it to Orlando and we'll sell it to Multiple SeaWorld. whales. Multiple whales. <laughs> We're going to need one more, than one more than one whale. Oh. Yeah. What, what kind of whale? Humpback? No. Nah. Put it on a shark. And speaking of shark, you can go to sharkdropper.com. Check out all of our podcasts. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are all right there for you to enjoy. Uh, we are also sponsored by Loot Crate, which you heard in the the advertisement. So, if you want to get some cool shit this this month's uh, Loot Crate is pretty cool. Rick and Morty and, and oh come uh, on, that's this is the month to do it. Yeah, Futurama, Rick and Morty. Go to LootCrate.com, enter the promo or LootCrate.com slash Shark. Enter the promo code Shark Dropper. You can get your uh, Rick and Morty, Futurama, dis Futurtopia, 
RoboCop loot crate. This this I don't know. I, I don't know. All that sounds awesome. Yeah. And uh right. what else? What else? If you want to support- rate and review us on iTunes. I know we don't say that all the time, but it it does mean a hell of a lot. It's 90 seconds, guys. Doesn't take a lot. It's free. And then finally, if you want to support us in any way, go to SharkDropper.com. Next to the home button, there's a Patreon button. You can do- you or you can uh, donate as little as one dollar a month to help support us, and it goes towards things like a new hard drive. Like we need a new hard drive very very recently, and we were able to do that through Patreon. We were to buy a new hard drive to back up all of our files. So it does. It helps us. Really, guys, it's it's a dollar a month. It's twelve dollars a year. I know when you look at it, twelve dollars a year might sound like a lot, but you spend more on that than you know. It's not. Well, it's not just a dollar a month. You can do it as much as you want. I mean, oh let's be God. honest. But that's the that's the minimum. Like you could get in to Patreon. What happened? What happened with well, the race? It's seven six now in the ninth. Huh. They were they were up seven two going into the ninth. Oh, beautiful. Well, maybe we didn't win tonight. So the Rays. Good thing we said the Rays suck. <laughs> oh, by the way, one correction before we leave. Before we leave, last week on the podcast, we left out a game on our on our predictions for the box. Oh yes, yes. We left out the Chargers, and uh, I'm gonna pick that as a win for for me, which puts us at seven and nine. I'm gonna put that as a win for me, and that puts us at ten and six. And Anthony, I don't, Anthony? Know, where, I don't know where that puts you, but do you do you, uh, do you remember? Uh, one and twenty-seven. Yeah, seven and nine is what I picked. I'm still sticking with six and ten. I'm get, I'm I'm opt out. I'm the optimistic. We're going ten and six. We're making the playoffs. Everybody enjoy it. Seven and nine, son. Nick, if you are right, I will buy you a Gerald McCoy jersey. <gasps> I might know one where you can get one for di- yeah. for, for ch- discount. <laughs> and I will totally not steal it from Kyle's house. Anthony, I might, I might could hook you up on that. I might could hook you up on one of those. So, uh, not to, to bury the lead, but... That, you better do it in two minutes because we got to go. I'm just saying that that might that jersey might be available to our listeners eventually. We'll see. If I, if I don't decide to keep it. Or use it as a blanket for your dog. No promises. Yeah. No, we have a Chicago Blackhawks jersey for that. Hey, yeah, I don't know what ever happened to that jersey. Don't, it's still in the backyard. Don't, don't, I saw it the other day. It's still in the backyard. What the fuck is that? <laughs> we, we have... <laughs> we, <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> two years ago, we hung a, a Blackhawks jersey in the back of Robert's house. As a... Uh, it was like a doormat, right? Say fuck you, and it's still back there. <laughs> rotting in the sun, in the hot Florida sun. Oh, yeah, it's like pink now. The, yeah. the red's bleached. Good. All right. It's like their salary cap. All right, we got to get out of here. All right. Uh, that was Word of the Bay for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening and checking us out. I have been Kyle. I have been Nick. And I'm still Anthony. We'll see you next week. Bye.